You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today. Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. Really good to have you with us today. We pray that you're doing well. And uh, I had something really interesting happen over the last couple of days, and so I thought I would uh, share it with you uh, today, looking at all the the podcast um, data, if you would. And I noticed that I had about two dozen people download some episodes from Germany. And if you're one of them, thank you. Uh, Guten Tag, and uh, really appreciate you uh, joining us. And the reason I point that out is uh, this. My wife was born in Germany, and uh, it's she's not German, she's American, but uh, my father-in-law was stationed in Germany and uh, when they got married, and so my wife was actually born in Frankfurt, Germany, and you fast forward a couple uh, couple years, my wife and I actually met in German class in high school. Uh, we took four years of German in high school, and that is where we met. And so it was really cool and interesting to, to see uh, had that many uh, downloads from Germany in about a two-day period of time. And uh, it just made me think. And so if you're listening from Germany, I appreciate you. And uh Germany is one of those locations that I would like to come and uh, visit. I can't speak much of the language anymore, um, but I know a couple things. And um, But just thank you for uh, tuning in. Today, uh, as I'm recording this, we're a couple days out from Christmas. And so I thought, what better time to answer a question that I have gotten off and on over the course of being a pastor. And that question simply is this. Should a Christian celebrate Christmas? And I'll give you a moment to think about that. Should we, as followers of Jesus, celebrate Christmas? And a lot of people have a lot of different arguments that uh, we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas as Christians. Uh, Jehovah Witnesses don't do that, but we we won't even get into that in in this podcast. Uh, The Puritans didn't celebrate it. And do you know that even back in the 17th century, uh, there were laws not allowing somebody to celebrate Christmas. And the reason they had these laws is because they thought that celebrating Christmas took away from Jesus and the Lord's Day. And so I can see that. And then there's a lot of other things that come up with the the pagan background, if you would, of some of the things that we do on Christmas. And so I thought that what I would do with you this week in this week's episode is just kind of touch on uh, some of these things, give you an answer, and then see something that Jesus does in the Gospel of John and just leave it for you to give you, give you something to think about, maybe some things to investigate more for yourself. And we'll get going right from the get-go. I just want to let you know, I love Christmas. Christmas is um, one of my favorite times of the years. I love putting the Christmas decorations up and uh, the time with the family and things along those lines. I really enjoy it. I always have. And so, but the question is, should we celebrate 
um, Christmas. And by the way, if you ever have any questions like this that you want an answer to, uh, feel free to send it in. Uh, you could visit us at guardingthewell.com uh, and uh, you could uh, send us an email there and I would uh, answer it to the best of my ability on here. And so let's start with this. The date of Jesus's birth. Uh, Jesus's birthday, December 25th, is what everybody says. I know a lot of people, they'll have a birthday cake, if you would, for Jesus on Christmas. Well, was Jesus actually born on December 25th? Well, most likely, the answer to that is no. Jesus was not born on December 25th, most likely. Uh, Even the Bible leans that way. The scriptures tell us that the shepherds were out with their flocks that night that night that Jesus was born. Well, the shepherds back then, they they wouldn't keep their flocks out during the night, during December. Uh, They would get them back into some type of enclosure. Uh, They would stop keeping uh, their flocks out all night long around September, October, because of weather and temperature and things along those lines. And so by us seeing that, tells us that most likely it wasn't uh, December. But with that said, I once did read an archaeologist. He said because it rains so much that time of year that the ground is so green and lush that some of the shepherds would keep their flock out if it was warm enough. And so we're, we're left with an if there. Um, but not only that, the shepherds are right by town, so it leaves the door open. Uh, but most likely, Jesus was not born on December 25th, though. And there have been many dates of the birth of Jesus thrown out there. Uh, Clement of Alexandria said that Jesus was born on May 20th. Others have thrown out the dates of April 19th, April 20th, March 28th. And December 25th comes from a man named Hippolytus of Rome in the 3rd century. He said he knew the date of Jesus' conception, and then he counted nine months and ended at December 25th. Um, I'm not going to really go that he knew the date of Jesus' conception. Uh, I think that's stretching things by a lot. But what happened then is the date of December 25th started to stick from a cultural standpoint around that time after Hippolytus said that. The problem with December 25th is this. December 25th has a lot of ties to pagan holidays. And and that's one of the reasons people come up with the idea that we shouldn't uh, be celebrating Christmas as Christians because of the pagan holidays to things. Well, um, let's get to this you know, this December 2015 and the, and the paganism. If you were to read uh, in the book of Genesis, you're going to come across a man by the name of Nimrod. And maybe you remember him from the book of Genesis. Well, uh, Nimrod, he was a king and, and he built Babylon and things along those lines uh, there in the book of Genesis. Well, his people deified him and his wife. They looked at uh, he and his wife as, as gods. And long story short, Nimrod died. Well, his wife was still alive, and what happens after the death of Nimrod is his wife shows up pregnant, and she tells everyone that there is no father to the child, and that this child is going to be from the gods. And so pretty much what the wife of Nimrod is saying is that this is some miraculous conception that she has conceived and that there's no earthly father. Very much like uh, the Christmas story, if you would, with, with Mary. 
But what she tells everybody is that her child is a gift from the gods and that it's going to be, that he's going to be the reincarnation of her dead husband, Nimrod. Well, uh, her pregnancy is celebrated uh, in the spring with uh, Istar eggs. You know them as Easter eggs, but we won't get into that in uh, this episode. And so she gives birth to a son named Tumones, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. She gives birth to him on December 25th. And so the way that the people in her kingdom, for lack of a better term, celebrated the birth of this boy is that on December 24th, they would take a Yule log, which is a Babylonian word for infant, and place it in the fire. This Yule log, this infant stick, if you would, represented the dead stock of Nimrod. And then on December 25th, they would have fir trees in their homes as a symbol, if you would, of Nimrod coming back to life through this boy. So there's a big pagan tie to all of that. Well, then you could even fast forward. And you remember, I'm just touching on all of this stuff for you this week so that give you something to listen to while you're making cookies or something. But over the years uh, of this nation taking over that nation and that nation taking over this nation and so on, we get to Rome. And Rome celebrated what is called Saturnalia. And they celebrated this from December 17th to December 23rd. And maybe you, you've heard of that. And they would have all these parties and they would give gifts to each other. They would help the poor, all things along those lines. And they are doing this to celebrate the winter solstice. So once again, pagan ties to the date of what we call Christmas. Well, when Rome started to become a a Christian nation, if you would, they started to take and adapt some of these practices from their celebration of Saturnalia. For example, I'll give you one of them. Uh, One of the things that Rome did to celebrate Saturnalia is that they would go door to door singing songs to their neighbors. So like, hey, let's go see neighbor so-and-so, knock on their door and start singing. Have you ever seen that? We know it as caroling. Uh, Just going, singing Christmas songs. I know a lot of churches would do this. One church that I was, uh, actually the church I was a part of before I uh, became a pastor, we would go out and carol to the church members that, uh, of, of the church and we take a night a couple hours and just go door to door and just start singing for them it, it was a great thing that actually co- dates back all the way to rome celebrating saturnalia but when they started become christian they adapted some of those practices because in reality what's wrong in knocking on your neighbor's door and singing a song not too much you know um But the way Rome did it when they celebrated Saturnalia is they actually went door to door singing songs and they did it naked. So thankfully, they adapted that and they started doing it with clothes on. So that that was a good good thing. But one of the things that you have to understand about that is this. In 385, a person, and I hope that I pronounced their name right, uh, Julian I, he said this. He goes, we're not celebrating all of those pagan things, but we're celebrating Jesus. And so he says that in 385, where we have all these ties to paganism, he goes, but we're not celebrating those things because we're actually celebrating the birth of Jesus. And so he he was making a, a good distinction there that 
they were using these same celebrations, if you would, but they're using them to celebrate Jesus. But then you have people that still get stuck on the Christmas tree. And they they do this because of Jeremiah chapter 10, uh, where the tree would come in. They'd bring a tree into their house and Jeremiah 10 gives the picture of them decorating the tree and just worshiping the tree and it's idolatry. Well, when you read that text, what you need to understand by that text is they would bring a tree in, yes, but then they would carve an idol out of the tree and worship the idol, not the tree. Would they decorate the idol? Yeah, it wasn't the tree. Uh, that they were worshiping or celebrating. It was the carved idol from the tree that they did that. And then many, many years later, Martin Luther, a great you know, early church father, if you would, uh, he took the tree, the, the Christmas tree, and he would actually put lighted candles in it, which I know sounds perfectly safe, uh, but he would put lighted candles in it, and then he would bring people into his home And he would use that as a way to point people to Jesus as the light of the world. And so once again, Martin Luther was taking something that had ties to all, all sorts of things before his time, but he used it to point people to Jesus. Well, then people come up with, well, Santa Claus. Well, there, we can't have Santa Claus. We can't be worshiping Santa Claus or anything along those lines. Well, on the contrary, Santa Claus actually comes from a real person, uh, St. Nicholas. He would go around and he would give gifts and he would serve the poor and he would do all these great things from the 4th century. And his followers started to um, honor him and do the things that he did, which is one of the things was to give gifts. And so they did that to honor him and honor uh, his memory, if you would. And so St. Nicholas is a real person that really starts the idea of Santa Claus. And what what happened was this. The Dutch came up with the phrase Santa Claus, and that's a contraction of St. Nicholas. And so that's where we get Santa Claus from. It's literally a contraction of St. Nicholas from the Dutch language. And so even Santa Claus has its roots in a man who, you know, without splitting hairs, you know, believed in Jesus and followed him. And, and he just was a man that gave gifts and people started to give gifts in his honor and in his, his memory. And the reason I bring these things up is this. People today, they they don't know the origin of things as as well as they think. You see, if you and I are not to celebrate Jesus on or with something that has pagan ties, then we can't celebrate Jesus or worship Jesus on any day of the week. You know, Sunday, for example, is a pagan day. They worship the sun god. Monday is moon day. Like moon, M-O-O-N. It was the day that they celebrated the moon. Wednesday is Wooden, who is the chief god in German mythology. Thursday is the god of sky or thunder. Friday is Freya, the goddess of love. Saturday is Saturn, the worship of Saturn. And so every day of the week comes has pagan ties. And so if we can't celebrate Jesus uh, with something or on something that has pagan ties, and there's no day of the week that we can worship Jesus. And if you really want to get into it, 
we, we can't celebrate him during the month of January because January is Janus, the god of the gates and doors in Roman mythology. March is Mars, the god of war. And so that means we can't worship on those days or in those months because of the pagan ties. And so you can dig into all of those things. Now, if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's fine. But the question is, can we celebrate Christmas as Christians? Well, we went through all of that. And I want to go back to John chapter 10, just really quickly for you is this. In John chapter 10, we find that Jesus is in the temple for the Feast of Dedication. Now, this is not a God-given holiday. It's not even found in the Old Testament. You and I know that feast as the Festival of Lights, or Hanukkah, which started in 165 AD. And so, it's not a feast that is found in the Old Testament where God commands the nation of Israel to do this, right? And so, they're celebrating it, and Jesus goes to the temple, and he's celebrating it. It's a celebration that God has not ordained, but that man made up. And you know what Jesus does with that holiday? He uses it to point people to himself. And that is why we are able to celebrate Christmas. That is why we're able to take the things of Christmas, where a lot of people have no idea the origins of, and use them to point to Jesus. You, know, you see the lights on the tree? Yeah, that's because Jesus is the light of the world. And we can use those things to rejoice in and use them as a stepping stone to point people to Jesus because that's literally what Jesus did with the Feast of Dedication there in John chapter 10. Not a, a God-ordained holiday, something that was man-made, but it was something that Jesus used to point people to himself. And that's what you and I have the ability to do at Christmas time. We can take the things of Christmas and use them to point people back to Jesus. And so I would encourage you to do that this year and the coming years as you celebrate Christmas. Now, if you don't feel comfortable putting up a tree or putting up decorations or something like that, that's fine. Paul talks about that in Romans 14 and 15 and, and such. You know, don't make somebody stumble. And I, I know a lot of people that love Jesus and they just, it's just not their thing. That is fine. But for other Christians who like Christmas and the decorations and things along those lines, if they are using them to celebrate Jesus, to honor Christ, and as a stepping stone to help them point somebody to Jesus, well, that's exactly what Jesus did for himself. And so hopefully that gives you something to think about, and uh, I pray that you have a great Christmas, and uh, hopefully we'll um, get in touch with you over the next, next couple of weeks, and uh, I really appreciate you joining us. And if this has been a blessing to you, uh, I would love for you to like it, to subscribe it, uh, to subscribe to the channel, to leave a comment. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Share it with somebody else. Uh, it really does help get the, the podcast out into the hands or the ears of other people. And honestly, it's a blessing to us too. It's a, it's a great way to encourage us. So if you don't mind hitting that like button, that share button, that subscribe button, really appreciate it. And we pray that you have a great Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas and um, you take care.